welcome to Beautiful Possibility, the creative process journal of Jillian Jacob Kieser. That's me. I created this for all stuck, hopeful, and aspiring creatives everywhere. You are not alone. The truth is, perfectionism grabbed me sometime in adolescence and halted my creative journey for many years. Today, my desire to create is stronger than my fear. So I created this podcast as my day-to-day account of getting unstuck and into motion. In this audio journal, I'll take you along on my process of unblocking and relearning how to find joy, courage, and fulfillment in creating. I always say the only place to start is exactly where you are. So let's begin. Hey, everybody. Today, I want to talk about perfectionism. It's not the first time I've talked about it on the show. It absolutely will not be the last. Uh, But I wanted to share a recent win that I observed in my own life around perfectionism in the hopes that uh, it can help someone out there who also struggles with this. So before I share, one of the things I recently learned which I heard on a different podcast, was Brene Brown's definition of perfectionism, which is that it's not about striving to be perfect. I'm absolutely paraphrasing here. Perfectionism is not about striving to be perfect. That essentially it's about striving to be uh, beyond reproach. These are my words to what she had described. Essentially that it's about fear fear of people rejecting you, not liking the work, fear of any recrimination, fear of failure, fear of anything like that. And so all very natural human fears, of course, but all that fear gets funneled into the thing in front of you that you're working on. And it gets transmuted from a healthy sort of high standard to how can I strong arm this piece of whatever work I'm doing into protecting me from failure, which when you put it that way, it sounds a bit laughable, which is that we all know that you can't protect yourself from every failure. No piece of work is so good that it's impossible for you to fail when you release it out into the world. Might not hit the right person at the right time. It might not have been what they were looking for. You know, there's a million and one reasons. Um, and so that's something that I've been kind of taking with me since I heard it. I really, I really like that interpretation of perfectionism. Um, and I had this experience recently doing a piece of editing work. That's the kind of work I do all the time in my job, in my role. And I don't know if you've ever had the experience where you've done something a million times and one day something is just different in you and you do it differently almost like you do it as a different person. I had this experience where I was editing this large piece of work and I remembered the last times I had done work like this where I felt myself get really tense, get really sweaty and like my eyes narrowed in on the thing I was focusing on and I went through with sort of like a an aggressive and like almost like a mean spirit it was coming from a place of defense, of self-defense. Like I can see it now, 
But in the past, I've, when I have pieces of work that I'm editing that are, they feel high stakes to me, that makes me just get really tense about it. And I feel that I have to edit it to become almost something as if I had written it. With the caveat, of course, that the presumption there is that if I had written it, then it would be beyond reproach, which obviously, obviously, obviously not true. But that's, that is what my, that fear response is pushing me to do, is to rectify any potential discrepancies, anything anyone could point a finger at ever, 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 and be displeased about. And as I describe it, and that's true to the experience of doing it, that was no fun. And beyond not being fun, it just, I don't think it ever made the pieces any better because I wasn't leaving room for them to be what they were. I was just forcing my own self into them. It's like throwing yourself in front of a moving train. You know, like you're, you're protecting, you're trying to protect, but ultimately if you throw yourself in front of a moving train, you are going to get smushed. (laughs) So it wasn't useful for myself or anybody or the work anyway. Fast forward to this most recent experience where I was editing another large piece of work and had this momentary realization of like the light hand that I was giving, which is that I was reading it. I was enjoying it. I was offering helpful feedback where I felt it was necessary, but I wasn't trying to squish it through a mold of my own brain or my own making. And I had this realization that that is actually all that was required of me was like second pair of eyes, helpful feedback. Are we hitting the mark? Are we missing the mark? Is this going to work for the audience that this piece is intended for or is it not going to work? And it brought my attention to a tendency that I have had, and maybe you can relate to this or you know somebody who can relate to this, which is that I have historically held myself up as a perfectionist to higher standards And I don't mean higher quality standards. I mean like higher work standards of I need to work harder than other people in order to achieve any success or or the same result as they do. So someone creates something in a particular model or a particular genre. If I'm going to do that, I have to understand, like I have to go get a graduate degree in whatever the genre is to really understand it down to its bones and be able to pull it apart and put it back together. And only then can I start creating. Whereas I'm perfectly happy to give other people a head start, a leg up, you know, like build on the shoulders of giants. I'm like, no, 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 I can't build on the shoulders of giants. I have to create all the giants from scratch and then get up on their shoulders. And in this just particular moment of editing this piece of work, I just realized this, this, heretofore unnamed tendency to want to reinvent the wheel every time. And just what a drag. Honestly, what a drag that has been in my life. Because it means I'm making myself do a bunch of extra work all the time for no reason. Because I think it's, it's going to put me beyond culpability, beyond failure, beyond any risk at all. And that's just not true. And so I realized after this experience, like, oh, it really, it really is appropriate to do what's called for in a particular situation and not more, because sometimes more actually becomes less. 
you're working harder, you're getting that weird, sweaty dog paddle energy, and it's not making it better. It's only making it worse and worse and sometimes in ways that you can't even foresee, but it's not coming from a generative place. In conclusion, (laughs) I think my takeaway from this thought is like, I'm not that special. And I mean that in the best possible way. And likewise, you are not that special. And I mean that in the best possible way. I mean that with all the love in the world to you. That if you are someone who holds yourself up to the highest possible standards for every conceivable thing you do in your life, you don't need to reinvent the wheel every time because other people are not and they're doing great. You can work within the the round form that has already been invented, put your spin on it, do the work that's required, but you don't have to do more. You don't have to break it down and build it back up again all by yourself. (sighs) That's all. That's all I wanted to tell you. I love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for coming along on this creative journey. If you like the show, I'd love for you to share it with a fellow creative and please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. For more day-to-day support and inspiration, join our growing creative community on Instagram at beautiful underscore possibility. The show is hosted by me, Jillian Jacob Kieser, and edited by Abby Circatella. The theme music is from Candelian. Until next time, just keep going.